0: Welcome to Mountain View Church Audio. Coming to you from the wilderness city, Whitehorse,
1: Yukon. We strive to introduce people to Jesus through scripture, biblical instruction, and prayer with authenticity and vibrancy. You don't need to know anything about the Bible. Just sit back, relax, and let God do the rest. I'm reading from 1 Thessalonians 5 Verse 16 to 18. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God
0: in Christ Jesus for you.
1: Hi, Mountain View. My name's Aaron, and I'm a pastoral apprentice. And I'm here to bring you a Thanksgiving message. It'll be a bit shorter than usual. But as long as it glorifies God and is beneficial to you, I'm happy. So, I got tapped to... on Thanksgiving. And normally when we think about Thanksgiving, we, we think about the things that we have. We think about the blessings in our lives and the things that that we should be thankful for. After all, it's Thanksgiving. So normally, you think of food, you would think of friends, you would think of family, you think of good times you're going to have together. And it's good to notice these things. It's really good to to take account, to take a look at your life and say, man, I, I'm really blessed. And then take that to God and say, thank you for these things. That is a good thing. That is a good mindset. But I got thinking about, what if you don't have those things? What if somebody watching this doesn't have those kind of things that I would normally be speaking about being thankful for? There's people that don't have enough to eat. There's people that don't have any friends. There's people that don't have family. And so I was thinking about those people, and, and what if somebody's watching this that is missing one of those things or all of those things in their life? What can I speak about? What can I bring in this message that they can also relate to, that everyone can relate to, no matter what the circumstances, no matter what struggle you have going on? What can I speak about that's going to land and then, I mean, the, the obvious answer came to me, it's God. We all have God. Now, his existence does not depend on our belief. So whether or not somebody believes in God, he's still their God. He's still there. And they still have access to him, should they wish. And so that's what I want to talk about today. So if you're somebody out there who's missing some of these things in your life that maybe other people are enjoying, that other people are making a big deal about this weekend, I want you to take comfort in the simple fact that we all have God. So I want to talk a bit about who he is and why we can be thankful for him, no matter what our circumstances. Now, the verses that I base today's sermon around is 1 Thessalonians 5 16 through 18. A couple of really short verses, but they speak very loudly. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. And give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. These verses, these verses supersede circumstance. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. These things apply if you're thinking about God. If you're looking towards God and you know a bit about who he is, you can rejoice. You can pray and you can give thanks in any circumstances because regardless of what's happening right now for you, he is unchanging. He's always there. Now, now, where do I start in talking about God? This could go on forever and, and I need to condense this. So where do I start? How about at the beginning? The first verse of the Bible begins with the words, In the beginning, God. Now it goes on to talk about his creating all things. But those four words, in the beginning, God, says a lot. It tells us that our God was first. And our God was first doesn't even really cover it, because our God is eternal. He's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit Existing in perfect unity eternally. So God didn't start. God didn't begin. Before anything that is, he was. That's really hard for us to wrap our minds around. But that's just a bit about how great God is. He's outside of time and space. He's outside of all the context that we have. And yet, he created all that for us. He created all things. Everything from light, to the sky, to birds, to fish, to water, to plants, to us. He did it in six days. And after every day, after everything he created, he he, he realized he thought it was good. He thought his creation is good. And then when he finished, when he created man, when he created humanity... He realized it was very good. He said it was very good. That tells us a bit about where we stand in relation to God. He cares about us. And he made us, our position in creation is no accident. That we're given dominion over all things. That we're given stewardship over all things. He sees us as special. This is a bit about who our God is. What's he like? He provides, we can, t- we can tell by our experience in life what he's like. To a degree, we can catch a glimpse. For instance, he provides enjoyment for us. So he must be kind. For example, like just think about your taste buds. Think about the, the meal you're going to have for Thanksgiving. And how many amazing flavors there are in that meal. Your taste buds are going to be dancing. Now, he could have made all food taste the same. He could have made food have no taste. He could have just made us instinctively know we need to eat to survive. But he put more into it than that. He cares about our enjoyment. And so he gave us these taste buds that will truly enjoy what we're going to partake in. He didn't have to do that. But he's a God who provides comfort and enjoyment for his creatures. Think about laughter. The laughter you're going to hear around the table. He didn't have to do that, but he made it such a beautiful, sweet sound to our ears that it lifts our heart. It makes our heart smile when we hear someone laugh. It's an amazing thing when you feel your heart smile. I know you know what I'm talking about. He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to Make it feel so good when you get up at the end of the end of the meal and have a big stretch. Oh, that stretch feels good. He didn't have to do that. But he made us in a way that we truly enjoy the life he's given us. Now, we take all of those things for granted. But he didn't. He put thought into that. That's the kind of God we have. He gives comfort. Not only comfort in those kind of ways, but he gives comfort in, in letting us know that he's there, in letting us know who he is. There's a verse in Joshua, Joshua one nine, that says, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. What a comfort that is. And that is a comfort that anyone in any circumstance can hold on to. That's God's promise to us, that he is with us wherever we go. That is a beautiful thing. And that's coming from a God who truly, truly loves us. He's not only willing to give us comfort, willing to to make us happy, but he's involved in our lives. He's our king but he is intimately involved in the lives of his creation. He didn't have to be like that. He could be aloof and just kind of watch us from afar and be amused by our antics and have nothing to do with us. Instead, he involves us, involves himself in the deepest parts of our soul, in the deepest parts of who we are. He is concerned with us. He He allows us to know him. Our God, this supreme being who's so far beyond us that we can't even fathom what he's like, allows us to know him. That is amazing. Do we really think about that? Are we ever actually thankful for that? That is incredible. That's who our God is. We can know him and he knows us. That is something that we can be thankful for. We can be thankful that he's just. He could be any way he wants to be. He made all things. He could be a malevolent God. Instead, he chose to be benevolent. He could be cruel. Instead, he chose to be kind. He could be completely detached, and instead he chose to love us. This is our God. We can be thankful for that. And this one will be a big shocker to anyone who's watched me preach before, but we can also be thankful that he's a lawgiver. We can be thankful for the law. What I mean by that is he gave us a means to live life well. He gave us a standard so we don't have to guess. The law is good. The law shows us the standard that God holds us to, and it's held up like a mirror in front, of my, in front of my face, in front of your face as well, so that we can see that in our fallen state, we don't measure up. David said, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. That might sound confusing to someone who thinks that, that laws are something that hold us back or hold us down or limit us. But God knew what our existence was going to be like and he knew we needed that. And when we look at the law, and we see that we don't measure up, what it does is it shows us how we need a Savior who is also God. So he gives us notice that we need him, and then he shows up. Romans twenty three, or sorry, Romans 3, 23 and 24 kind of take this concept and put it into two verses. It says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. This is the kind of God we have. This is a God who cares deeply about us, involves himself in our lives, and gives us direction, but also gives us grace. Saves us from ourselves. I want to read something in closing. I'm in school. I'm in seminary and and every once in a while, I'll be sitting at my desk and something will just come to my mind and I'll write it down. And I have half finished sticky notes all over the place. And sometimes it's like a whole page. And a few months ago, I was sitting at my desk and I was reading, I don't even remember what I was reading, but something came to my brain and I wrote it down and I didn't know what it was for. I didn't know where I was going to use it. And then when I realized that I'm going to be uh, preaching on Thanksgiving, I want to tell you what I'm thankful for. And so I'm going to read it for you today. And I'm going to read it off the page. I didn't want to try and memorize it. I didn't want to try and make it slick. This is just what I wrote. And I hope it resonates. Because it's perfect for this moment. In closing, let me tell you of his amazing grace. I was his enemy. I was full of anger, selfishness, and denial. I was in unapologetic, open defiance of him, my creator. I knew better, but such was the depth of my brokenness. I was an enemy of Almighty God, and as such, under sentence of death and eternal condemnation. This is what I earned. This was the cost of my rebellion. But then he did the unthinkable. Instead of taking my life, he gave his. Instead of allowing my death, he died so that I might live. This is our God. Then he rose again so that the curse of sin and death could be lifted from all who would trust in him. A grand divine rescue. My debt was paid that day on the cross. And my life began the day I believed it. That's our price now. Belief. Belief, repentance, and a childlike trust in Him are all He requires. He bled for us. And yet to us He says, Come, let me heal your wounds rest and know that you are loved. This is our God. This is my God. This is my Jesus. This is my Savior. This is who we can be thankful for. The sinner was loved, pardoned, and redeemed solely on the basis of his inexplicable goodness. Praise him. He is enough as you as you gather this thanksgiving i hope you have family i hope you have friends and i hope you have great food but don't forget the reason that we have all of those things don't forget the one thing that all of us no matter what our circumstances have and that is a wonderful god praise him let's pray Lord, thank you for this chance. Thank you for all the chances to speak, but thank you for this chance to speak today. And to highlight your goodness, and your grace, and your involvement in our lives, your love. These things that we we talk about, but I know I don't always think about in depth, Lord. I don't always deeply consider what this means, what the implications of you being in my life are and you allowing me to be a part of your plan. Lord, I pray that no matter what is going on in the lives of whoever see this, that they can, they can land in a place where that sticks, where that resonates, that they can look at you and just be filled with gratitude a loving, benevolent God who cares about us, involves himself in our lives and gives us the way. Thank you. In all these things, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. In closing, there's one verse, just one more verse that I want to read. And it's Isaiah thirty three twenty two, and it covers all of this. The Lord is our judge. The Lord is our lawgiver. The Lord is our king. He will save us. Happy Thanksgiving.
0: As some of you have already heard, Mountain View Church has kind of a new face digitally, new logos, new branding, new promotional material, new communications material. It's an exciting time for us as we continue to reopen after the pandemic. And I'm wondering if you can help us spread the news. If you're willing and able, we have these uh, door hangers, says some information about the church, also uh QR code for people. Uh, Maybe I'll put it over here. There you go. Get a good look at that on the second camera. All right. So we have these at the church building. If you're able to take some and hand them out in your neighborhood, uh, friends, family, uh, anyone who might be interested in attending a church, maybe for the first time, or maybe they've been away over the pandemic and they're coming back or they're looking to get back involved in church. This is a great opportunity to do that. We have lots of these. Please come grab some of those. The next thing I want to remind you of is that we have a new series starting next week called Habits. I don't know if you see that there. Habits. So this is all about small decisions we make, small disciplines that we have, spiritual disciplines, And then the big results that take place afterwards. Little by little, if we make a practice of Bible reading, prayer, fasting, silence and solitude, lots of these different things, that little steps day after day after day actually lead to big results. And so we're going to be talking about that, spiritual disciplines and the spiritual habits that we put into practice as followers of Jesus. So whether you're new to Christianity or you've been a Christian for a long time, this is a great place to start in our habit series starting next week to deepen your relationship, your walk with Jesus, find out more about Him, and grow. Grow spiritually. Uh, get that depth and that understanding that maybe you're craving, maybe you need. So don't miss it.
1: Thanks for listening to Mountain View Church Audio. If you have given your life to Jesus today or would like to join, serve, or support Mountain View Church, please let us know. Email connect at mountainviewwhitehorse.ca That's connect at mountainviewwhitehorse.ca Lastly, feel free to connect with us through social. Just search at Mountain View Whitehorse. Have a blessed week.